Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And um, this week I'm telling the story. Do we have anything to chat about before? Well, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, so first week of school, second day of school, following a child in the hallway and uh all of a sudden there's water on the floor i slip hyperextend my bad knee hit the ground and then sat there and cried for a minute oh because <laughs> it hurts so bad so you fell uh-huh so you've passed the curse along thank you so much god bless because i'm over it uh yeah but i don't want it because okay we remember when last time we recorded my episode and i was like i i'm not injured anymore yeah but I'm, like, actually still injured from my back. Yeah. So, basically, I when I fell, I ended up hurting my back, and I had knocked some of my ribs out of place, and I didn't know that oh my God. until I went to the chiropractor. Did I not tell you this? Mom told me that you went to the chiropractor, but... Yeah, because my back had been hurting for, like, a month. And Which I makes there. sense. Yeah, and I get there, and he was like, okay, like, tell me what's going on. So I just tell him, like, my upper back's been hurting really bad for a month. Like, I just, it came to the point where, like, I just couldn't do it anymore. I needed, I, like, just needed to come see you. And he was like, okay, like, what do you think happened? And I was like, I feel like I just slept wrong. And he goes, I am, let me tell you, you never just sleep wrong. Like, that's not. That's, like, not a thing. No, like, there's usually something else, like, going on behind that. And uh, he was like, think about like a week before or a week and a half before like your back started hurting. Like what, what, anything happened? And I was like, oh yeah, I fell and I like smacked my head. And he was like, okay, that's probably what happened. You probably like also like hurt your back at the same time and just didn't know it. And then he like had me flip over and he started feeling around on my back. Yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, your ribs are not in the right place. (laughs) Oh my God. You hit the ground hard. Yeah. You should uh, send your friend's parents your chiropractor bill. (laughs) No. Um, I know you never would. It was a joke. And then he was like, how did you, like, what did the fall look like? I was like, honestly, I don't know. You'll have to ask Courtney because my friend Courtney goes to the same chiropractor. Uh And she was there. I was like, don't. I have not a little memory loss around that fall. Couldn't tell you what happened. But (laughs) he's like, oh, damn. Currently working on getting that fixed it's getting better it still hurts but not is that bad. why you were so sore after the state fair that one night when you came to pick up series yeah. oh because you looked miserable yeah. I, I like asked mom later i was like was she okay yeah that was like, like i that was the day after i had first gone and it was like you're gonna be sore you're okay. gonna hurt okay he's like this not you're a not lie gonna huh? be <laughs> feeling like good like it's gonna probably get a little worse before it gets better oh. so how many sessions do you have to do before you're good? Um, I don't know. He didn't really give me a number. I've gone four times. Okay. And then I'll probably go three times this week because I want to, I have a Disney trip coming yep. up. So I want to, you know, hopefully feel at better. least a little better yeah. by then. But he prescribed me a hot baths every you night. You were like, yeah. And I was like, cool, I can get behind that. So... <laughs> I've been taking hot baths with no Epsom salt argument and then here. icing, but yeah, so that's my So story. you are still a trainer. Yeah. I have never been to a chiropractor. Did you know that? No. Highly recommend. Um, I've seen the videos where like the entire body cracks and it freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, like, it is, is a little weird, but. supposed to happen? Like that's very scary to me. Yeah. So I'll do a masseuse. 
the, which I know is not the same thing, but I like a good massage. The first time I like when I went to on a couple Mondays ago, like it was I was in like tears because it just like felt I felt so much better already. Oh, it was like oh my, it was just like instant relief. Yeah, literally. So I wonder if my health insurance will cover a chiropractor now. It, mine doesn't. So no, no but it's only, it's fifty bucks a time. So. Oh, that's not terrible. No. Um, okay, that was like way off topic, but <laughs> we normally don't. No, we normally we don't, don't do that. that but, kind of stuff, but I wanted to share my injury with you, and you wanted to update us on your injury. Yes. So <laughs> so sorry if you guys hated that. Our um, bad. Just wanted to give you an update. Uh, okay, I can get into my story. Um, it's an interesting one in the fact that i thought i was gonna be able to find a lot more than i found isn't that so interesting though yeah or irritating though it is because i was like okay i'm gonna pick a serial killer because (laughs) usually there yeah you'll find yeah a lot of information and it's easy to find and i found like a like a lot of information but it wasn't a lot of like specific information of like his crimes per se it was more like I don't know. It was kind of weird, but okay. Um, I'm going to be, it's located in Ohio and Wisconsin mainly, but he is kind of also all over the country. I'm trying to think who it would be. Um, and I got nothing. He, I had heard of him before. Okay. But not too much information i would say i guess he's known for the sweetheart murders oh my god i just heard a podcast on this oh did you but, but here's the thing is like it do you listen to the cold case files i think is what it's called is that the australian guy no no um it's oh, like from a and e no i don't my personal opinion don't okay um the stories are good but they have a gazillion ads and one of the ads is like you know how they can like localize where you are now yeah and you get ads for like place one of the stores is one that a i will never ever ever shop at so i don't know why it's it's like a bmx store oh and it's in um the school the where our high school was that town and it screams at you oh. and you can't just skip all the way to the end so then you're being yelled at and then the next one will start with that same ad and Weird. it's screaming at and i'm like i i fucking can't take it anywhere i can't take it um so so that's what i had heard of him before it was for that those murders okay. or that murder i would say i should say okay but yeah so i'm gonna focus more on him Okay, I'm here um, for it. So today we are going to be telling you the story of, or wait, I'm yeah. Edward Wayne Edwards. That's his name. Yes. Don't know what his parents were thinking. Edward Edwards. Edward <laughs> Wayne Edwards was born on June 14th, 1933 and grew up in Akron, Ohio. And he had a pretty bad childhood, if I'm being honest. Um, Edward grew up in an orphanage. I don't know why that sounded weird. <laughs> After witnessing his mother die by suicide, um, oh. I believe he was only two oh. at that time, which is something that can really fuck you up. No one should ever have to witness. No. Um, and then in that orphanage, he was both physically and emotionally abused as a child. Um, and this led to him becoming a criminal at a pretty young age. 
this is one of those cases where it's like pity the child but not, not the, adult, the adult yeah you know um he was eventually put into a juvenile detention center and it's like things like this like i couldn't figure find why he was put in the juvenile detention center. oh just that he was there. that he was there okay so that's what i mean when i say i couldn't find like very specific information and i'm sure and if you're I usually had, really good at that so i mean if i like i'll be honest i had a really busy week just in general mm-hmm. i mean i feel like this time of year is just kind of busy for everyone yeah so i didn't get to do as big of it maybe a deep dive as i could have but i like did my best and i couldn't find anything so um but he later was let out to join the u.s marines but he didn't last long with the marines either he did go awol and was eventually dishonorably discharged uh yeah i feel like um if you have an issue with like authority figures which maybe he clearly already did. Don't go into... Maybe don't go into the military. The armed forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. Um, he kind of bopped around in his 20s and 30s, working odd jobs here and there, such as a ship docker, vacuum cleaner, retailer, and a handyman. In 1955, uh, Edward escaped from the Akron, Akron Ohio jail Um, And he was in jail at this point because he had stolen a car and been caught impersonating a Marine. So he was no longer a Marine, but he was caught impersonating one. Okay. But he was able to escape jail, and then he traveled around the country where he was robbing gas stations. I'm sorry, what year was this? 1955. Okay. So not quite as... I thought you said 80s, and I was like... I didn't know that people could still break out of prison that easily in the 80s. But 55 makes a lot more sense. But I feel like a lot of people have been kind of breaking out of jail lately. Do you? Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of a weird thing. Um, He was said to have said, quote, he never wanted to disguise himself because these cr- for these crimes because he wanted to be famous. So he wouldn't like wear a mask when he was robbing places. Like he would. What an idiot! Yeah, really weird. You could also like be famous by wearing a blue bandana, right? At every crime scene. Not that I'm telling people how to be a better criminal, but that's dumb, right? Um, Edward Edward was captured again and arrested in Montana for armed robbery, which he had committed in Oregon. Um, and he was sentenced to three years in prison and five years probation. But, again, Edward escaped prison. <laughs> I have nothing. It was also around this time that Edward was being questioned for the murders of two locals in Oregon, Larry Payton and Beverly Allen. Um, but this didn't really seem to go anywhere. He was just kind of a person of interest. Hmm. Um, in 1961, his wish of being famous sort of came true when he was placed on the FBI's 10 most wanted list and he was captured again in 1962 in Atlanta, Georgia and went to prison in Leavenworth until he was paroled in 1967. Yes. Do we know why he was put on the FBI's top 10? I think he was just like for, um, committing robberies all over the country. Okay. Like he was just like a prolific, like robber. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so after he was released in 1967, he claimed to be a changed man. Um, and he got married and became a motivational speaker. Him and his <laughs> wife at this time even decided to get into the foster care system and take in foster kids. I feel like maybe he did that because he had such a bad experience as a child. He wanted to... Yeah, because none of his crimes have been against children, right? It's all been adults. That we know of. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. That. But I also think he's just like a terrible person. So, <laughs> I don't Fair. think he had ever did anything good in his life. So Wow. That's um, a bold statement. Yeah. <laughs> During the 70s, Edward appeared on two different television programs. One was To Tell the Truth and the second was What's My Line? And he also wrote an autobiography titled The Metamorphosis of a Criminal, The True Life Story of Ed Edwards. So he wrote a book about himself that was released in 1972. Um, But it didn't take long for Edward to go back to his criminal ways. Raise your hand if you're shocked, listeners. Not me. Um, Sometime in 1977... 21-year-old William Lavaco and his 18, his 18-year-old girlfriend, Judy Straub, both mysteriously disappeared and were later found dead on August 8th in Norton, Ohio. They were both shot in the neck with a shotgun at point-blank range. Just three years later, so in 1980, Edward had found work as a handyman in Jefferson County, Wisconsin at a reception hall. This is the Sweetheart Murders. Okay. On August 9th, 19-year-old Timothy Hack and his girlfriend Kelly Drew, also 19, both disappeared after they had been attending a wedding, wedding, wedding at <laughs> the uh, reception hall that Edwards worked at. This led police to believe that maybe Edward had a hand in the disappearance because of his background, obviously. Okay. He's not he's not like he lived a quiet life he wrote a book about himself yeah so he was like advertising here's my crimes yeah here i am in a book um edward fled the state of wisconsin and was on the run for two years that's Um, one reason to leave wisconsin i guess there's lots (laughs) oh (laughs) on october 19th 1980 timothy's body was found by authorities Um, He had been strangled to death, and on the next day, October 20th, his girlfriend Kelly's body was also found not too far away, and her cause of death had been uh, stabbing. Uh, So, sorry, two different causes of death, strangulation and stabbing? Yep. That's interesting. Usually, well, I suppose different genders, so maybe he dealt, he had different... Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because the... uh, well, you can, we can assume that the other two from Ohio, the couple, mm. he also killed them. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> and they were they were both killed the same way. And they were both shot in the neck. Oh. So th- right now we're at three different. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, the next we really hear about Edwards is in 1982. He had ended up in Pennsylvania where he burned down a rental property and was sentenced to two years in prison for arson. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, okay, great, we have him in prison, so now the authorities in Wisconsin can question him about the murders of Timothy and Kelly. Well, that didn't happen. 
They never came and questioned him, and it seems like at this point, Edward was let off the hook as a suspect for the murders of Timothy and Kelly. Great. In the 1990s, after Edward is released from prison, we don't really have much information about him. So it seems like we kind of go through these like periods where we don't really know what he was doing okay. or where he was because he was known to drift. Um, but in 1996, um, that's when we hear about him next, when he murdered his foster son, 25-year-old Danny Boy Edwards, for his... $250,000 in insurance money. $250,000 in 1996 is about equivalent to $470,000 in 2022. Dang it. Yeah. Danny was a soldier in the army and Edward actually convinced him to go AWOL. Edward then took Danny into the woods near his house in Burton, Ohio and shot Danny twice in the face with a shotgun. Oh, Jesus. In the face? Yeah. Terrible. He saw that coming. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, he then buried his body in a shallow grave, um, and his body was lady, later found by uh, hunters. Edwards was obviously questioned for the murder of Danny, but no charges were filed for his murder. Now, He's going to be the luckiest son of a bitch ever. Yeah, I like, don't understand. Th- this is, what, five murders now that they're just like, oh, just kidding, wasn't him. We could argue we have the- seven 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 because we, we had the two couple the couple in uh oregon okay that they questioned him about okay we have the two in ohio in oh ohio. i forgot the ohio ones the two in wisconsin yeah and now danny sorry for the ohio couple i forgot about them yeah we didn't really talk much about it because it didn't seem like he was linked to it right away okay but i didn't want to like go in order. you didn't want to yeah 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 you so, don't want to skip over it um so <laughs> my next line no i'm sure at this point you probably are wondering what the heck is going on and why hasn't edward been charged with any of these murders that he has been linked to (laughs) i was yeah um well from 1996 to 2009 we don't really know what was going and gone again with edward that is a huge chunk of time that he just vanishes right he was seemingly quiet um allegedly right yeah (laughs) edward's at this point in 2009 was in his 70s i believe it was like 74 he was severely overweight and not in good health. He needed an oxygen tank to breathe. Um, and him and his wife were living in a trailer, so he did still have a wife. And I do believe they did actually have their, may have had their own kids. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, and they were living in Louisville, Kentucky. When a team working the murders of Kelly and Tim in Wisconsin, the Sweetheart Murders, tracked him down. Um, they had been trying to tie Edward to these murders for years, and they had been wanting his DNA to be able to test against DNA found on Kelly's clothes. So it seemed like they never really th- forgot about him. They just they were like, we don't have any way to like tie him Connect to this. Him to yeah. Okay. Um, and for some reason, Edward agrees to give a swab of his DNA to investigators. The DNA was brought to a crime lab in in Wisconsin, and finally they were able to definitively tie Edward Edwards to the murder of Timothy Hack and Kelly Drew. That's got to be such a a moment where you're like, vindication. Finally, yeah. We got it. I mean, yeah, because that was like, oh my gosh, well, 30-some years later? Yeah. That's Um, a long time. He was arrested on July 20th, 2009. 
In April of 2010, Edward Wayne Edwards was convicted and was sentenced to life in prison. Now, Wisconsin has no death penalty, and it was said that Edward was not the type of guy who wanted to just sit around and wait for death. So he kind of took control of the situation. Of course he did. Yep. And he sent a letter to the Ohio prosecutor's office. Because they have the death penalty, right? Ohio does. In the letter, he confessed (laughs) to the killing of William Lavaco and Judy Straub in um, Norton, Ohio. Uh, the deaths of the two couple, couples, the Wisconsin couple and the Ohio couple, were pretty similar, despite the different MOs. Different MOs. He's got a tiny piece. So yeah, should... don't eat that. Nope. Don't, maybe don't yell no into the Sorry, background. guys. He's... Ooh, you just got some sass. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, okay, so the deaths of the two couples were similar, um, but... In an odd twist of fate, Edwards planned backfired on him, um, and the death pe- because the death penalty was unconstitutional at the time of the murders. Ha! <laughs> Sucker. Yes. But if you remember, Edward had one more murder he could confess to, mm-hmm. and he did. He confessed to the Ugh. murder of Danny Boy, his foster son, for his insurance money, and with that, Edward was sentenced to death. But. Before his execution, Edward Wayne Edwards died in jail of natural causes. Darn it. It is thought that Edward Edwards is thought... Whoa. (laughs) You can tell I wrote this at 11. (laughs) It is thought that Edward Wayne Edwards is involved in many, many, many more murders. Well, yeah, because like... There's so much time. Yeah, you don't usually see somebody who kills like that just go dormant for no reason. Like, usually when they go dormant, it's like... A, they're dead, or B, they're in prison. Right. Doesn't make sense. And there's other one other thing I want to talk about. Um, there was a daughter. I don't know if it's his actual daughter or his foster daughter, but she was. they were living with him at the time of the Wisconsin murder, yeah. the sweetheart couple murders. And they're called that because they were high school sweethearts, right? Yeah. Um, and she said that, like, it happened like the murder happened and then they immediately like fled town and she was like we all knew that he had done it oh how do you stay with a person like that what's her i don't know if you have a, much no, of no, a choice like mother oh mom, yeah wife. i don't know i think she might have been abused that i mean i wouldn't be sure surprising honestly yeah um he's a trash person so right now there is one more thing i want to touch on before we finish out this story and that is the fact that edward wayne edwards has had his name thrown around as being the killer in many other murders and some pretty famous murders at that really one cold case detective john a cameron believes he could be responsible for upwards of a hundred murders and among those murders are come on are you ready say the zodiac are you ready yeah the murder of john benet ramsey <gasps> lacey peterson oh my god Teresa hallbach who was the woman that the documentary making a murderer was based off of yes chandra Levy, who was murdered in washington dc i believe they she was, was she like, found in the pond in the park okay yes yeah, the park yep um 
Jimmy Hoffa, who is the head of the American Labor Union. No. Adam Walsh, who was killed as a child. Martha Moxley, who was murdered when she was 15. Steve Ranch, who was one of the three victims murdered in the Robin Hood Hills child murders. Michael Moore, another victim of the Robin Hood Hills child murders. And Christopher Byers, who was one of the victims in the West Memphis three cases. Jeez. He's also believes Edward Edwards could be involved in the Black Dahlia murder and could even possibly be none other than the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. And that he was responsible for the Atlanta child murders. Um, for the record, the podcast I listened to did not touch on any of that. That's incredible. So if you believe Cameron, Edward Edwards was quite a busy guy. Um, I mean, he did drift enough to be kind of all over the place. Yeah. You can learn all about Cameron's theory in more detail on the Paramount Plus documentary titled It Was Him, The Many Murders of Ed Edwards, Edwards, which is something I will be watching. I was going to ask if you watched it. I haven't watched it yet. Can we do a movie night? And it's like a six parts. Oh. But and we'd also have to, we also have to pay for Paramount Plus, but that's okay. Yes. Um, but I will also point out... 99.9% of the people in the law enforcement community believe that Cameron is office rocker. And that okay. there's no way. <laughs> I mean, He's that is a lot of really high prolific. profile cases. And if he was really trying to die by a basically assisted suicide, right? Technically, yeah. I mean, because he, he wanted to die, but he didn't want to do it himself. But maybe he was like... Well, I guess we don't really Those know. Those are a lot of places that... My my thought here is like, okay, they know I'm a, I did this one. Mm -hmm. They pretty much know I did this one. Yeah. They also pretty much know I did this one. So I'm going to go, I'm going to confess to this one, and then I'm going to confess to this one. If that doesn't work, I'll confess to this one. That did work. So maybe we don't know if he had any more cards to play. Maybe That's he did. True. Maybe he was like, okay, if I don't doesn't work for Danny, I'll confess to this one next that they don't even... That's have an true. inkling about you know what i mean yeah that's a good point but i don't know i still mm. i mean i don't believe he's in i don't think he's involved in all the yeah that's a lot if any of those that's murders. a lot um did he look like the composite for the zodiac because don't we have a compositive composite that do we i don't know i thought we did because remember how people kept saying that um that one politician was the zodiac um I'm a wasn't that who, who it was i no idea. Um, let me pull up a picture. Yeah. Sorry. I asked you're a fine. question that needs to be looked that at. That was my whole story. I was going to ask you what kind of your thoughts were at the end. Um, so. I just, I feel like that's very convenient answers to a lot of unsolved murders. I'm not saying it's not possible at all. But I am saying I'm quite skeptical. I there is a composite of the zodiac. The, right? I'm okay. looking at it. This guy's got. It's hard because he's got glasses on, and I don't see any pictures, so it's hard for me to get past the glasses. Okay. I don't think he looks like the composite. Okay. But that's just me. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my whole story. Do I think he's involved with far more murders than five? Yes. Yes. Me too. Do I think he's involved in 
Like, do I think he killed John Bonet? John Bonet and, and Lacey Peterson? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. But this guy's very convinced about it. And I really do think it would be kind of interesting to watch. That, yes. I would love that to. documentary. So. Even if we just like do the free trial and I stay at your place for a weekend. Yeah. Ooh, maybe MEA. Because then I can come over on a Friday, hang out with Sirius. Yeah. And we can do a Saturday, whatever. Okay. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So that is the story of Edward Wayne Edwards. Um, really just a trash human. Absolutely. Who seems like, I mean, how narcissistic do you have to be to like write a whole book about your own crimes? Truly. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, do you want to say anything else? Nope. What are your sources? Oh, shit. Um. <laughs> uh, our socials are MW Madness Podcast at Gmail for our email. And Midwest Madness Podcast Group, MW Madness on Instagram. And MW Madness Podcast, I think, or Midwest, something like that for Twitter. Um, okay, my sources are onlyinyourstate.com, rollingstones.com, criminalminds.fandom.com. Wikipedia.org, murderpedia.org, and oxygen.com. There we go. All right. Thank you. That All was right. a good one. Thanks. I hope you guys have a great week, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.